Hey guys, good morning again from my backyard. Uh, sitting out here this morning on a beautiful, beautiful morning uh, with a cup of coffee and the Word of God, and it's a good day. And I'm reading through the book of Galatians and trying to read through it in entirety. It's great to read letters biblical letters or really any book of the Bible, it's, you know, if at all possible, if you can read it straight through, it's just such a powerful way to get to understand what's going on. I mean, imagine someone wrote you a letter and, you know, you a long letter even, and it's someone you cared about and you broke it down into chapters or sections and read it in over the course of days, you know, you would, you wouldn't, you would devour it, you would read it immediately. And so I, I like to do that over and over and over again and get more and more of a feeling of the context and the aboutness uh, of letters. But um, but I'm breaking this into small chunks as I do it in a devotional style just so that we can wade our way through. We're not in a hurry, it feels like right now. I mean, I hope I'm praying in Jesus name that this uh, coronavirus will end soon and we'll get back to I'm using my air quote finger here we'll get back to normal. But uh, until we we do. We're going to, you know, keep on keeping on. So just a few verses for you this morning from uh, Galatians 2, uh, verses 6 through 10. Um, Paul says here, uh, he's again commenting on his time with the um, the famous ones, the apostles who had walked with Jesus and and how he, I believe this is referring to the Jerusalem Council, uh, how he went to sort some things out with them. And this is what he, how he comments on that time. He says, and from those who seem to be influential, what they were makes no difference to me because God shows no partiality. Those I say who seemed influential added nothing to me. On the contrary, when they saw that I had been entrusted with the gospel to the uncircumcised, just as Peter had been entrusted with the gospel to the circumcised, Paul saying that he'd been entrusted to preach to the Gentiles, just as Peter had been entrusted to preach to the Jews. Uh, Verse 8, for he who worked through Peter for his apostolic ministry to, to the circumcised worked also through me for mine to the Gentiles. And when James and Peter and John, who seemed to be pillars, received the grace that was given to me, they gave the right hand of fellowship to Barnabas and me, that we should go to the Gentiles and they to the circumcised. Only they asked us to remember the poor, the very thing I was eager to do. It's a beautiful passage in which uh, Paul is is talking about the, the authority and the blessing he receives from the apostles in Jerusalem to continue doing what, what he's doing, to not change a thing, just to remember the poor. And he says the very thing he's eager to do. But for me, the takeaway this morning is simple. And that's that uh, Paul is saying uh, he, he's not mocking or cutting down uh, Peter and James and John here uh, and saying that whoever they are makes no difference to me. And God shows no partiality. They add nothing to me. He's not cutting them down. What he's essentially saying is that um, he knows who he is, that he's been called by God to um, – to to preach the gospel uh, wherever he goes, and he's met the Lord. The Lord has spoken to him and directed his heart, and he doesn't need further authorization for that. Uh, and they didn't add anything to him in terms of authority, nor did they add anything to him in terms of the message that he's he's preaching. 
And to me, the takeaway from this is simple. It's just that, you know, comparison kills. I think this is one of the most deadly things that ministers and just any follower of Jesus does as we compare ourselves to other believers, uh, not in a aspirational way, but in a I'll never amount to anything kind of way. And, and uh, you know, arrogance is typically the way we, we define pride as thinking too much of ourselves, but thinking too little of ourselves is also a form of pride where we look at someone else who is a preacher or a you know, a prophet or whatever it may be, any sort of minister and say, I could never be that. So uh, why even try? And Paul is making the point here that, you know, we are who we are. And I, I, I'm going to flip over here. It just reminded me of another uh, passage where Paul is essentially getting at the same point. It's his longest chapter in First Corinthians 15. And he says, in that chapter, for what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. This is he's, he's saying this is the gospel that I received and I passed on to you that he, that Christ died for our sins according to the Old Testament the, the the prophets that he was buried that he was raised on the third day according to the same uh, Old Testament scriptures that he appeared to Peter and then to the twelve. And after that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. And then last of all, he appeared to me also, as to one abnormally born. For I am the least of the apostles and don't even deserve to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But here's the, here's the goal. He says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace to me was not without effect. Man, I love, I love the way he sums that up. And that's essentially the message he's getting at here in Galatians 2 as well, that, um, that, that God's grace has been poured out on him, and that grace is not without effect. He, he, by the grace of God, he is who he is. And God has, all the changes within him has come by the grace of God, uh, not of his own doing. He didn't work it out and then present it to God. He, he you know, was completely barren before the Lord and the Lord fills him. And this is the pattern of Paul's life that anytime anything is added unto him, that's a value. It's, it's because of the Lord's activity in his life. And the same is true for you and I every day, beloved, we uh, are fueled by the grace of God. We are built up and empowered by the grace of God. Our authority doesn't come from some other apostolic voice. Not that people can't add to us powerfully, but we can receive directly from the fountainhead of heaven, directly from the Lord. And his deep desire is to make you whatever it is he desires to make you. It doesn't have anything to do with who he's making me to be uh, or anyone else. Let him in. Invite him in to your heart. Invite him into your house uh, and let him make his home there in your heart and let him make of you whatever he'd make of you. Don't compare yourself to others. Um, just ask the Lord to come in and do what he wants to do. That's it. A simple message for today. So uh, love you all and keep on keeping on. In Jesus' name, Maranatha.